You're listening to the Sci-Fi Guy Podcast with Will State. And remember, rating isn't hating. I rate things. And just so happens that I usually hate them. Because they stink. That's right, because they stink, Eddie. And that is Eddie Stake with a nice Sci-Fi Guy bumper there. I gotta get more of them. I can't wait, you know. It's an important part of a, I was going to say radio show. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm going back. I'm dating myself, right? It's a podcast. But welcome. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Guy podcast. And tonight is a tribute to Eddie. Eddie Steak. It certainly is. Eddie, I've known, I guess I've known him for about 12 years, at least over 10, over a decade. Uh, We met on Twitter where Eddie holds court. And does his commentaries and his jokes and and his, you know, geeky, nerdy, sci-fi, fantasy, horror, whatever. Everything and anything, but mostly sci-fi and mostly Star Trek. And that's how we bonded to our love of Star Trek, Trekkers and Trekkies. And Eddie has now moved over from Twitter to YouTube. And he's doing commentaries. He's doing some great rants as I angled the the write-up. He rates. He's a raider, not a hater. But of course, you know, people could say eh, he's hating, so he's a hater. I look at it truly as raiding. I was, I was, um, you know, prepping for the show uh, last night, this morning, and I said, you know what? The whole idea of being a hater could just be you're a raider. Truly, you're just raiding something, and it just happens that you don't like it. <laughs> like we said, it's because it sucks, <laughs> or it stinks, or it rots. But um, let me just, you know, proof is in the pudding for, for Eddie. Now, you guys, I have the links for um, his uh, YouTube channel and a couple of the prime choice ones, and I'm going to play some samples. Let me play a Picard sample from the finale, the farewell commentary, and here comes Eddie. Well, it's finally over. It was a terrible finale. A terrible season. I don't even know what else to say about it. Let's just get right into it. It starts with the crew scrambling to stop Adam Sung from sabotaging the Europa mission. Somehow he made it all the way back to LA from France in what feels like a few hours. The crew uses Talon's transporter to get there, but Adam Sung doesn't have one of those. And his plan is to use some weird drones to shoot down the shuttle. Um, He also plans to physically kill Rene Picard. So it's pretty redundant. Um, And if that's his plan, why the fuck was he leading board drones into battle last episode? You know, if he had this set up in advance, which he clearly did, why did he need to be in France trying to kill them. I, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And Talon thinks it's her duty to sacrifice herself to save Renee because the Boar Queen said some cryptic shit in the last episode. Something like, one Renee Picard must die and the other must live. So Talon thinks that she is the Renee who must die. Despite the fact that her name isn't Renee Picard, And she's a totally different person. (laughs) But you see, she does disguise herself as Renee Picard, Mission Impossible style. 
And she does this to allow Adam Sung to kill her, which he does with some poison. And what a fucking disaster. I, she could have taken this opportunity to beat the shit out of Adam Sung, or better yet, use the possession ability she had earlier in the season. You know, when she was the watcher, she had this magic power that she allowed her to possess people. So why doesn't she just use that to take control of Adam Sung and have him walk into oncoming traffic or some shit? I mean, it's, this show is undeniably stupid. It's, I can't believe it. <laughs> so Talon is dying. She says her farewells to Picard. And I guess she is the Renee Picard that needed to die because, because why? Because she looked like her for a few seconds. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's awful. And that was Eddie. And I had trouble holding back my laughter. I did, but I had a lot of trouble doing so. Um, he just, he breaks me up. I just love his, his voice, his approach, his cadence. Um, just awesome. And I think, you know, I think that's really the trick of it. Because for me, that's why I admire Eddie so much. That's why I'm doing this, this tribute for him is because I don't do, you know, negative reviews. I want to promote stuff I love, like I'm promoting Eddie. You know, I want to do things that I find fun and funny and cool. Um, when I don't like something, I just avoid it. So I give him complete props and admiration to do this, to warn us, to say, you know, come on, you know, you know you're excited about Star Trek and, you know, your opinion is still the finale, the final of the finale there, but this is a a dopey show. Now, I can't speak of experience. I have only watched seven, eight episodes of the first season. It was wanting to me. It was disappointing. Um, but I wanted to give, you know, the rest of it. And that's what Eddie's doing. He's, he's, you know, like they say, he's doing it so we don't have to. We, we might not want to. So, yeah, it, you know, I'll tell you. And someone like Eddie, um, I, we've had many discussions about Star Trek. He knows what he talks of he knows Star Trek inside and out. So if he says it's stupid, I I've got to defer and trust him. So I'll still watch. I guess one day I'll, you know, um, you know, definitely catch up. But it's a warning, people. It's a warning. All right, here's another one. This is a great one. This is of course on the new Strange New Worlds. Oh yeah, and there are some spoilers here. I guess I should have warned you guys, but there are some spoilers. But enjoy Strange New Worlds commentary thoughts from Eddie Steak. Okay, so I finally watched the first episode of Strange New Worlds. And I'm going to get into some minor details, but it's going to be relatively spoiler-free, I think. Uh, but just, you know, fair warning, just in case. And yeah, people have been telling me to check it out, but I've been kind of putting it off. Because after watching season two of Picard, I just wasn't sure I could handle any more CBS Star Trek. But a lot of people are excited about this show, and it seems like a lot of people who typically dislike new Star Trek are finding things to like about this show. So I had to give it a shot. And while I can't say it's worse than Picard, um, it's not that much better. <laughs> uh, I just don't see the appeal of this show. Um, people say it's kind of a return to the classic Star Trek feel and format, and yeah... In some ways, I guess that's true, but 
basically a knockoff. It doesn't feel like Star Trek to me. It feels like it's trying to emulate Star Trek. And you might be saying there's just no pleasing me. But uh, well, listen, just, just look at Captain Pike. In the, in, Captain Pike in this show, he is basically just a shittier version of Kirk. You know, he's from middle America. He lives on a farm. He rides horses. He cooks his own breakfast and he bangs. So you have all the surface level Kirk shit right there. The only thing that makes him not like Kirk is the lack of any kind of depth. And you might think he has some depth. But what is it really? You know, he's a guy who believes he knows exactly when he's going to die. And he's moping around about it. I don't know exactly what happened on Discovery. I bailed on that show after the first season. But he apparently is aware of the impending accident that will leave him bound to a wheelchair and unable to speak. I don't know why he thinks that means he's going to die because he doesn't die. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the details on that, but it's like, this is the thing that is hanging over him and it defines his whole character. And he's just kind of this mopey dude. And I just don't consider that depth. Now he's just a kind of a sadder version of Kirk. And look at this fucking hairdo. I mean, it's horrendous. It looks like a fucking geriatric tribble is sitting on his fucking forehead. And I'm also not familiar with this version of Spock. Like I said, I punched out on Discovery after season one. And I never really regretted it because I was happy to miss scenes like this. I like science. And after watching him in a full episode, I can tell you that I officially hate this Spock. He is insufferable. And I don't want to disrespect any of the actors, but this is not Spock. This, you know, this could maybe be a a Spock in a porn parody of Star Trek. But it's not Spock in Star Trek. I'm just not buying it. And I wasn't a big fan of Zachary Quinto as Spock either, but uh, even his Spock is better than this. I mean, it's just unwatchable. And I hate to be mean. I feel like I'm being mean, but I just don't know any other way to put it. I couldn't stand it. And this is a minor spoiler, but he's with T'Pring in this show, which is just... Ridiculous. I have no idea how this show can even pretend to fit neatly alongside the original series. Just stop pretending. Just admit that this is a reboot because that's exactly what it is. There's all sorts of inconsistencies. Like the Prime Directive being this rigid thing that they have to adhere to. At this point in, in Star Trek lore, the Prime Directive was really pretty fast and loose. It wasn't what it became in TNG. And there's also a bunch of attempts at bad humor. At times, it feels like this show is really trying to be the Orville. Because it's not even remotely funny. There's a whole sequence where Nurse Chapel, yeah, she's on this fucking show for some reason. Makes zero sense. 
but she's here and she's chasing a frightened alien around the ship because he's from a pre-warp society and he's never seen people from other planets before. And she treats it like a fun game, almost like she mocks the whole situation. And, you know, it's played entirely for like a laugh. So it's not funny. And Ohura, who is also on the show for some reason, ends up distracting him by talking to him about some weird sports from his home planet. And Chapel knocks him out with a hypo spray. I mean, it's just stupid. Why wouldn't you simply call security? Instead, she treated the whole thing like a game of hide and seek. It just seemed kind of mean-spirited, you know? There's an episode of TNG called Homework. Pretty good episode. And in that episode, an alien from a pre-warp society is mistakenly, he, he kind of wanders around the Enterprise and he's, he's scared and confused and he's, you know, he's absolutely terrified. And I don't remember, remember any TNG characters treating him or his fear like it was some kind of joke, like it was some kind of game. Maybe I'm being too sensitive, but little shit like this makes it feel less like Star Trek to me. I don't know. I don't know what how else to put it. it. Just feels like you you could do that in another show, but in Star Trek, it feels off to me. And such a great point. You know, it, it's funny because when he when Eddie mentions the Orville, um, you know, back and forth, we could say it's it's an homage to Star Trek, or it looks it pretty much looks like a ripoff to me. I've seen I, I saw one or two episodes. And um, sort of a ripoff of Next Gen, but sort of satirical parody, whatever. I guess they're going more for laughs, but still it's, you know, still a real show, drama, whatever. Um, but right, it, it's um, what he laid out there with the um, the alien, um, similar to, to my Next Generation episode, Homer, with Vorin. Vorin is the alien played by the great Brian Markinson. It was one of the most poignant parts of Homeward. I mean, Worf and his brothers, sure, that's great, but... Vorin's, you know, journey and experience and discovery is really poignant. No spoilers, go watch Homeward. But exactly, Eddie. And I think it's crazy what you, you're you saying about that episode in Strange the Worlds that he, she's mocking this man who could just have a heart attack, this alien. That's, I don't know how that's humor. I agree. Or it's very, it's very dark humor. You know, it's of the dark side, uh, I guess. You know, um, but of course, and you're right, you're right, security, getting security, but that would, of course, spoil the dark joke, the uh, the dark side joke, weird. Um, yeah, you know, makes me not want to watch. <laughs> and as far as right, the, the, the guy who plays, um, uh, what is it, uh, Spock, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with, yeah, in terms of like the actor, he's, he's, he's a good actor, it seems, but the way they're presenting him, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. Spock from high school, or or and he's with he's with Dupring. All right, people. I don't know. I was gonna start enjoying Strange New Worlds. I'm not sure now. I'll still give it a shot. Of course, I'll still watch. Um, I think, uh, and, and, and in terms of Pike, I'm thinking, as I'm sure Eddie has, I'm sure we all have, when they're gonna re- do the replacement. A la, he gets into the major, you know, um, emergency damage and injury, and and then Pike. T- I mean, Kirk then takes over, right? So I guess and Kirk's coming next season, so maybe they'll they'll keep Pike for another two three, if it lasts that long, and then Kirk comes in and like as the captain the fourth or fifth season I guess whatever, and then it becomes Star Trek. 
you know, truly, you know, uh, and then Sulu and Sulu's coming in, Scotty, you know, in another year or two, I guess. We'll see, but, um, but discover Eddie, I hope that's what you guys are getting out of this. Um, go, he has many, many dozens of videos and he does some, you know, complimentary ones too. And they're not all sort of hate rates, rate hates, but, um, the hate, the hate ones, the rating, the, the rating hatings are my favorite <laughs> and they're hilarious and they're well presented and produced. And I thank you, Eddie. So hope you enjoyed Next, subscribe. You should subscribe to Sci-Fi if you can, if you want. You should subscribe to Eddie Stake, um, his channel on YouTube as well. Subscribe to us both. And I hope you enjoy what we've been doing. Keep the messages coming. Live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.